It impacts your everyday life Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court Why not sports? Hey Why not sports? Yeah Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court Why not sports? Hey Why not sports? D-Murph You a fool for this one (laughs) Yeah All right That song gave me hype, y'all. That I, I already told him this before we even started. World, my personal hype man. Part of the party anthem back in the '90s. Voiceover artist, actor, arguably the greatest jock jam song part of in the world history. My son even know who he is based on this dope commercial where I even heard him say it. He gonna tell you guys and ladies. The number one Geico commercial of entertainers ever. World. Platinum selling artists. Used to DJ. Does he grinds. He do whatever you want to do and add organizations to it. He told me that. So I'm gonna give y'all a little bit. World. DC. The brain supreme. Woom, there it is. Part of. And shout out to your man and now my man, Steve Rowland. Welcome to Why Not Sports. Yeah. Hey, man. Good to be here, my brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I don't even know where, where to do start. We start, right? I don't even know where <laughs> to start, man. I'm, like I said, you were my personal hype man. I played ball in the 90s. And my family, instead of whoop, there it is, it was whoop, there he is. So when I hear that song doing layup lines and while I'm warming up, man, it just put me at a whole nother level. And mm-hmm. on your video, you guys had basketball as the sport. And I play ball. Yeah. So it could have been baseball, football, but y'all chose basketball. Shout out to Ed Lover, who's a part of the video. And even in college and when I go to you know games, sporting events today, they still play your song. So yeah. man, anyway, I just wanted to just say thank you for being my personal hype man through a lot of years, man, to help me get through things that I was dealing with, man. So here as an adult, mature adult, now I can tell you in, in your face over virtual world. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, man. No, man, thank you. Shoot. Hey man. We all look out for each other. 
Yes, sir. I'm just glad God blessed me with the ability to touch people and, yes, and bring joy to the world. Because it could have, yes, you know, I've been a DJ all my life. You know what I'm saying? So just being the being the person who provides the party for you. Hey, man, that's a blessing, dude. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I, you know, I come from the beginning of hip hop. The beginning of hip hop is only one question. What's up? Can you rock a party? Can you move a crowd? Man. That's what I live my life by. Everything I do. Can you rock the party? If I'm in a boardroom, can you rock the party? Come on. Can you the crowd? <laughs> it's the same thing, dude. That's my motivation. So everything I do, that's what I'm trying to do. And it has served me so well. And just sky's the limit, man. Because I don't, you know, people often ask me, DC, what do you want? Because I'm always getting on people, you know, because that's the question I ask people. What do you want? And a lot of people can't even tell me. Mm. How you don't know what you want? Right. Because you're so busy worried about your problems and, and complaining about everything that you haven't just stopped, took the time and said, what, what is it that I really want? Right. And I just been, you know, they try to flip it on me. What do you want, DC? And I'm like, shh, I want it all. <laughs> there you go. I want it all, right? And that's how hard my hustle is. It ain't. It's not just one thing. I, you know, I have in clubs in the streets taught me you better have five, six hustles in the hole. Come on, because you just never know what's gonna happen, right? They're not Plan Bs and Plan C. No, these are hustles, right? And what people don't understand, you know, they might say you're doing too much, or they might say I'm jack of all trades, master of none. But they don't understand that if you live long enough, hustle hard enough, learn how to learn. Mm. And just keep pushing and play offense and keep shooting them jumpers. Mm. You become masterful mm. at all of those trades. And then they serve you in ways you could never imagine. Man. And you, it's almost like you, you become ambidextrous, right? You can use your left hand or your right hand. Right, right. You can eat with your feet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, really it's all of that, right? Yeah. And you just be surprised. And it all it is is hustling and thinking differently right and not being in your emotions sequestering your ego sequestering your pride because that's what that's what hurts us and pride hurts man but if you can control that then your mind is truly open and then you can do anything you want and i just keep playing offense and just keep grinding and just keep trying to make smart moves and i'm not attached to any of them right mm. Because, you know, a lot of people get emotional over something if they try to do it. Right. And if they don't work out their way, they just, they give up. Yeah. And it's like, okay, so you don't gave up after two, three things. And I'm still going after 40. Right. Because I'm not attached to it. There's no quid pro quo. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't do this so I get this. I just do it and keep it moving. It'll come back. Yeah. You know what I mean? It'll come back. I just keep it moving. And it just works, man. You know, I'm sitting, I'm sitting here before you as a man with his own ice cream. Man, your own ice cream. My own ice cream. Geico just gave us an ice cream. Wow. Come on, man. We just shot another commercial. Come on, man. man. Don't know, don't know rappers shoot no two Geico commercials. Come on, man. <laughs> but see, the other part of that is. You have to let people see and you have to show and prove 
that they picked the right one. Yes, sir. And you do that by being professional. You do that by networking. You do that by going above and beyond, you know, going above and beyond, you know, the duties that are, you know, most artists don't even get to meet <clears throat> the people that they're dealing with. Right. Because they got a manager. They got people doing it for them. Mm -hmm. And people want to people want to interact with the artists. Right. So I, I'm my own manager. I'm my own booking agent. I'm my own publicist. Come on. I have people. I hire people that support me that that are publicists. But I'm going to learn it first. And then I'm going to teach everybody. And then I'm going to go into these boardrooms and I'm going to be best friends with CEOs all over the world mm. because they know they picked the right one. And they know they can make some money off of me and I can make some money off of them. Right? You know, mutual, mutual assured money getting. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's facts. And, and, you know, that's the mutual assured come up. And I just know that they just, you know, everybody just want to continue to do things with us. I do Thanksgiving parades, Christmas festivals. Man. Like the pure variety of the things we get to do is un un just unbelievable. But there's a reason for that. It's because, you know, we're clean. I understand the lay of the land. I want to do everything. Right. And then just the exposure. I mean, we've always been doing shows. We've always been able to get money. But now it's, uh, it's just all on a whole nother uh, level. Right. And you know, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And you just try to be prepared as you can. So I just prepare for everything, man. And if it comes my way, hey, at least I'm halfway ready for it. Yes, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not like a deer, deer in the headlights. You know, Absolutely. so that's how I do my hustle, man. You know, you hit that road. I try to conserve my time, get my rest, try to stay healthy because I ain't twenty something no more. Yes, sir. I'm fifty something. You know where running around doing all this stuff. Yeah. It wears you out. But um, but it's all good though. Just keep hustling. And that's why it's an honor that you took time out your busy schedule with all the upcoming projects and events, man, to, to support. Tell them tell them how it happened. Tell them how it happened. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. hey, you know, I'm I I'm I'm professional. I'm respectful. I knew I wasn't going to be back here in time. So I gave you enough headway. Yeah, say, yo, yes, dude, sir. I ain't going to be back in time because I'm hustling. Yes, sir. And we do it here, right? And yep. he was like, yeah, hey, dude, we can do it. But most people wouldn't have done that. Really? You know what I mean? I'm sure you had people that, oh, you know, man. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's important to, when you're building relationships, when you're meeting people, you just got to be professional, man. Yes, sir. I appreciate and, that. And, you know, now, now we're here. I'm glad to be here, and we're yes, doing sir. this thing. So, yes, sir. we're doing good. it now. Now, DC, yeah. I got a couple of questions for you. I, I know my uh, listeners. I know my family. Like Murph, you got DC, the Brain Supreme. First, how did he come up with that name? Man, we was down. We was down at Stars Grocery. Okay. And we was down there doing our thing, just chilling, forties and whatnot, <laughs> and. uh, uh we was just talking and it's like i've always been good at coming up with solutions and uh one of our friends roy lee davis he was like man he was just sitting back listening to his older cat he was just sitting back listening to us talk he said man i'm gonna call you the brain supreme because you always figuring stuff out mm. it's un uncanny how you figure things out and i was like i just think backwards right you just break it down you know what i mean like i it's hard to explain it's just I'm not thinking like everybody else. I'm mm -hmm. thinking, okay, what's the solution to this problem? 
Yeah. And, you know, I start with the most fantastical, uh, unimaginable, fan, uh, pie in the sky, far-fetched solution or thing that I want. And it's like way up here. And then I work my way back an inch. Eh, you can't do it like that. Maybe if you did like that and flipped it like that and switched it like that. Nah, that's still too far away. Come back. Halfway doing that, all I'm missing is these two pieces. Come back. Shoot, I'm practically doing that now. Come back. I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah. Now you're halfway there, right? And because you concentrated on the solution, you saw it. You know what the solution is always. It's how do you get there? So you work your way back to practicality. And then what you don't even understand is that you created a reverse business plan with a stepladder to your goals and dreams, right? And that's what I do. I just, I, I, I look at what is just the most perfect solution and just work your way back. And you just got all, you, you see it. Yeah. Then it's time to put in the work, right? Because it don't work, it don't, don't happen if you don't put in the work. Yeah. So, that's how I pick my goals. That's how I pick and choose. You know, that's, you know, I, I mean, acting, voiceover. Mm -hmm. I do SEO, right? Because SEO is the ability to get in front of people yes, sir. that you need to be in front of that you can solve their problems, right? So, I mean, people want me to write books. They want me to publish. Like, I'm only one person, so you got to pick. I got to say no a lot, yeah, oh, right? Okay. I got to turn a lot of paper down. But that's okay because it's really not about the paper. It's about about the lick <laughs> yes, sir. right yeah i mean that's just how i see it I, yeah. you know i can spend my whole day nickel and diamond which is perfectly fine if that's what you do because i've i've done it before if that's the situation that you're in or you can concentrate and whittle it down and hit the lick yeah because yeah. lick catapults you into you know a bracket that now you can get you can keep hitting licks right and that's what's that's what's been happening man and it's just uh it happens it happens every now and then in your lifetime yeah. but most people see it as all right i done made it and then they spend it all and then it's done now they're back where they started yeah and it's like you got to make it to where them licks keep coming so you know i just keep i keep learning i keep educating myself and just keep hustling the number one song party anthem in the 90s here we are in the 2020s the number yeah. one entertainer doing commercials with geico no one is entertainment has had that many views right hey man that was in january come on can't even imagine what it is now <laughs> that was in january that was after about three weeks of the video being played that's, man, so I got I got to follow up with Nielsen. I follow up with iSpot TV. Then they can give me the numbers, and I know they're just astronomical. Man, so to your yeah. point though, you kept the lick going, the hustle nonstop to where yeah. you still that man. You still grinding. I mean, That's inspiring to me. Yeah, man. But it's it's uh it's more about giving what you want first, mm -hmm. right? That's what I do. I get what I want first. So grind hard, try to help people, motivate people. That's why I do this. That's why I'm on here, man. I'm trying to put people on game. I'm trying to do the things, you know, for other people that I wish somebody would have done for me when I was a young man. Not to say my parents didn't do their thing because 
they did their thing but my father can't tell me about the ins and outs of the music industry right, right? just like some of your elders probably couldn't tell you about you know the ins and out of sports in in the, the the dark side of it and all that stuff some things we just gotta go through mm-hmm. right but it's how you handle them you know you can either look at the glass half empty or the glass half full i'm sure you got lots of friend athletes who became old and bitter yeah <laughs> that's part of why right? sports though like you can still be successful yeah that's just a part that's just one piece of your life right not get rid of us but once they're done yeah yeah Yeah, but 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 i don't even look at like it i don't even look at it like that right i look at it as don't nobody owe me anything the minute you the minute you realize that don't nobody owe you anything that's facts and nobody it's nobody's uh responsibility to treat you fairly it is nobody's responsibility to put you on game it's your responsibility alone then you then you can come up right then you can make moves but if you used to everybody doing for stuff for you always going to be like that and then when it comes time for you to do stuff for yourself you're 30 40 years old and now you're looking crazy hmm. right now i i just 2017 we finished a dang near 20 year lawsuit legal battle hmm. right i could have looked at the glass half empty but I didn't. I looked at the glass half full. I knew I'd have my day in court. So you better become a paralegal and figure out what they're talking about. Right? You better, you know, learn how to get your finances order so nobody never take kick, beat you out your money again. Mm-hmm. Right? You better l- run your life like a corporation so you can flourish like they do and then be, you know, be productive all the time and understand the things that because man tell me times you hear people they don't teach us that mm-hmm. they sure don't they ain't supposed to <laughs> you know what i'm saying That's like good. people don't even guess like that yeah. i hate when people say that like yeah. it's like almost an excuse yeah it's like they don't teach us that because it ain't their responsibility it's, it's, it's our responsibility to teach and to put people on game it's my responsibility because a lot of people put me on game so all I'm doing is just returning a favor and saying, look, if you want to do this, 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 that, that, this is a good way to do it. Yes, sir. This is how I did it. And I think I'd ask my voiceover coach, I say, hey, man, how come people really be feeling me when I get on these, you know, when I just open my mouth? And he said, man, because you ain't talking about stuff from no book. Like you, you talking about the hustle real time. And everybody's seeing it happen. Yes. He's like, every time you tell me you're going to do something, you come up with an idea, two months later, it comes to fruition. I said, yeah. You know, and, and a lot of traditionalists, they'll be like, they hear my ideas, but they're like, DC, you can't do everything because the industry works like this. Or DC, you can't do it that way because there's a certain, you know, norm that they have. And I'd be like, okay. And they'd be like, you just can't do everything, DC. And I said, all right, I'll give you that. Maybe I can't do everything. But I sure enough can be prepared for everything. Hmm. People be like, word, that makes sense. And I just shake my head, man, because I'll be like, bruh, the very thing you just disapproved of that I said, you now approve of said in a different way. Mm-hmm. Right? Because to me, preparation is doing everything i'm doing everything in my power 
to be prepared for the gifts the Lord is blessing me with. Amen. And that's the only way you're going to get them is to be prepared, Amen. right? Yeah. And you know, I would beat myself up for years. We all have mistakes and things, you know, without missed opportunities, right? And this is what the pandemic taught me. Pandemic taught me, hey, you can correct all that as long as you're breathing. There are no missed opportunities. There are no mistakes because sometimes in life we're just not ready. Like you can't throw a cake in the oven and expect it to be ready in 20 minutes. Right. Sometimes it's just not ready. It take a whole hour, right? So you just have to look at it that way and correct it. So you know, I've got tutors for everything, dude. There's something I want to learn. I will go find it. I will find a, a professional in that in that area and be like, dog, what ticket for you to do one on one? And they just it may be shocked. Wow, nobody's ever done nobody's ever asked me that. Like, I'm asking you. Yeah. What's the ticket? <laughs> right? I, I said, I need you to teach me what you know. Right. And I tell you, most of the time, I just ask nicely. I say, Hey man, I need help. Could you please help me? And they'd be like, I got you. Right? And later on, I asked him, I'm like, man, why, you know, how come you don't be charging me, man? I'll be trying to break you off something. I don't like your stuff for free. He's like, mm-hmm. dude, it's an honor teaching you because you didn't come at me sideways. You didn't come at me trying to, you know, hustle me. You just simply asked for help. Why wouldn't I help you? It's like, man. word. That's what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. You know, so I just hustle, man. Hustle and work hard and just try to get smarter and be a better man t- today than I was yesterday. It's all I yes, can sir. control. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Now, the song. First mm-hmm. of all, you and Steve. How's that relationship, man? Because, again, tag team, even you said on a previous uh, podcast how when you Google search tag team before you did your, you know, SEO. It was wrestling. Yep. Now you type in tag team, you are truly, and, and, and the tag team music group. How, how's that relationship been? Because you know, a lot of times there's usually some type of differences, beef, or just some separation. But in your case, or in you know your group case, you guys have stayed steady. You know, from then until. Hey man. Hey. Stop, you know, it's family. Dude's my brother. So we're going to argue. We're not going to see eye to eye, but that's my brother. Yeah. Right? And we come from a community of friends. So we hold each other accountable. And we've been friends since we was kids. So it's like, you know, it just, you just have to make your mind up that that's what it's going to be. Gotcha. Right? And that's what it is. You know what I mean? So it's like there I'm I'm sure there's all kind of people that have 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 fallen out and I just me and him, man, you know what I mean? We might get on each other's nerves or we might it just you know, we just deal with it and just right. keep it moving, man. Right. That's what happens, you know what I mean? Being my real brother, have have I mean anybody in your family you're gonna have issues oh, with. Right. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? But you still yeah. love them, right? And you're still not gonna fall out with them. Now, sometimes families do fall out, but I just watch so many families fall out that I just know I know how to approach that and know how to deal with it. And you just don't don't just don't let it happen. That's good. Sometimes you never lose an opportunity. Here's one reason why I still got all my friends 
all my ex-girlfriends, everybody. Mm. Never miss an opportunity to be the bigger person. Right? So, being a bigger person means losing arguments or just, just, just you know, um, folding. Being a bigger person means admitting when you're wrong. Yes. Being a bigger person means, hey, forgiveness. Even though somebody did do you dirty. Right? Because I welcome, you know, everybody says it. Got to keep negative people away from them. people. We making memes on Instagram. Keep them haters away from you. I'm like, no. What if what if those haters and those negative people are some of the people that you love most in the world? You can't mm. just get rid of them, right? So you gotta you gotta go bizarro world. All right, <laughs> I'm serious. That's real. And this is what I do. I can take any emotion, any negative emotion, fear, envy, hate, anger, despair. And you don't react to it initially. It's killing you inside, though. But you can't react to it on the outside. And you put it in your pocket and keep it moving. And what happens is that negative energy turns into positive energy that serves you later. Right? Because now it's like, that's your motivation to be better. That's your motivation to figure out a way to use that energy in a positive way to just come up because I guarantee you everybody that's done you wrong when you come up if you're lucky enough you get to look them in the eye and that's it that's it because they know don't no words have to be said <laughs> you just look them in the eye and they know and you yeah, can see it in their eyes mm -hmm. I did him dirty I didn't believe in him. Man. Right? And on the low, that is a that is an incredible feeling. That's not what I'm looking for. Right. But if you so if you so happen to be able to see it, I can tell you that's what makes it worth it. So when people tell me I can't do something, cool. If people laugh at me, cool. Everybody laughed at me for being a DJ. Everybody laughed at me for being a rapper. Everybody mm -hmm. laughed at me for everything. Haha, mm -hmm. uh -huh, you can't do this. You can't do that. Like, all right. But now, you know, I, I got done one it. for you. I done it twice. I done two things that will last forever. Yes, sir. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> you have. right. You have. Think about it, man. This, this, this is rare air, right? Like the Geico commercial is gonna get played till the end of the year because it's football season. Yes, sir. And that's when it's most effective. It is becoming a classic. Some people starting to wear on some people, but the, the thing is, is that everybody loves it because it brings joy. It's like it was the what the world needed. You're in the middle of pandemic, yeah. And then here this thing comes, spinning scoops and Scoop. sprinkles. You know what I'm saying? It's like every generation <laughs> from two to ninety. Come on, no, no, this commercial, yeah. and it's amazing. Scoop. I mean, Absolutely. every people's, I'm telling you, man, I get so much back from this. Like we was in West Virginia last night and it was just, it was just cool, right? Because people just love it. And, you know, for all these years, people back then knew who we were, but mm -hmm. now people get to put the face with it. And now it's just like, they see how much fun we have and they see what a party really looks like. 
Yes, sir. And everybody has been a part of a situation like that where a spontaneous party busts out or a yeah. spontaneous or your jam comes on in the club. Whoop, that That's is. what that is. <laughs> right? When that when your jam come on the club and then see people a lot of people don't know about this, but you'd be like, What fine girl is around me that I can oh. ask to dance? That was that was the, the chore. Come on. The chore was and that's what I, I, I swear that's part of being that's one of the rite of passages of being a man is being able to ask a girl to dance. Come on. In the club and then dance all night. Wanna dance? Wanna dance? Come on, holla, come on dance with me. Right? Every now and then, nah, I'm cool. But that might not be because of you. That might be because they just don't dance and don't know how to man. Well, I used tired. to love that. Yeah. They don't have that no more. Yeah. They ain't no more, giving, man. Giving people, away some, 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 up on girls, like yo, what it is, you know what I mean, yo, like yo, you drink, you know, like that. They just the dance part was the most beautiful part and for me. Yeah, me being a DJ at Atlanta Live on a Saturday night, twenty five hundred, three thousand people, and I'm driving mm. the bus. Man, I've had a great life. Yes, sir. I've now I gotta ask you, huh? On top of your great life. When you talked about how people doubted you or laughed at you, you had won't there it is. Did yeah. you you even said it was other songs, but it was something about that song. And it even took a while. Yeah. It wasn't an instant hit or instant like, ooh, but after a couple of times playing it, that was a song. No, you no, the first playing. the first time what happened was the first time I played it was the day we made it. Okay. And to this day, is the biggest response on any record I ever had, but because I was a dumbass kid, my hubris got the best of me. I was like, hey, everything I'm making is a hit. Mm. So let me go and put this to the side and get to the next songs, right? Because that's how I'm thinking. And people really liked it, and then, you know, I stopped playing it, and one of the girls was like, why don't you play Wolf? There it is. And I was like, I got you. Same thing happened. And um, one of my record reps was in the house, Alan Cole from Columbia Records. And he was like, dog, what is that? I was like, that's my new record, dog. He's like, man, if you don't give me that record, I'm about to go to New York, I'm gonna let Columbia hear it. <laughs> Two days later, I'm talking to Columbia Records. Then I start giving to everybody, Jive, A&M Records, Epic, mm -hmm. everybody. But they didn't know what to do with it because back then it was LA and New York. Yeah, They didn't know what to do nothing down south. So I almost gave up. And a young lady named Lisa McCall worked at Mercury Records. She was like, you need to call Al Bell. And for those who don't know, back in the beginning of soul music, the very beginning of soul music, there were three record companies. Motown, Philly International, and Stax. Stax was owned by Al Bell. And the year before, Woomp, he had put out Daisy Dukes. And it went gold, so I was like, he's the perfect dude. So I called him, hit me back in about two weeks. And I was like, look, dude, we got a hit record. I'm a tested it on a DJ in the hottest club in the country, Magic City. You gotta sign us. And he was like, all right. I was like, dude, you tripping. You ain't even heard the record. <laughs> to this day, I'll never forget these words to this day. He said, brother, I don't have to hear the record. Mm. I hear it in your spirit. Mm. Let's agree to agree. Let's get this thing moving. And then, you know, I gave my two weeks of Magic City, signed a messed up record contract. Mm month and a half we were platinum and the wow. rest is history wow now yeah, also at that time 95 south had whoop 
there it is. So I know that was something going back and forth too at that time for y'all. So it was kind of some confusion for a little bit. Not really. Because at that time, there was another one. The, re- the only reason there was a confusion because it was a party saying in the club. Gotcha. Okay. So you got, there was 10 records back then. That was, that was, whoop, there it is. You had a girls version. You had the A-Town players, right? You had yeah. several, right? But what helped, this is what set it off though. Come on. You mentioned Ed Lover earlier. Yep. Right? Ed heard it. He was like, money, what's that? <laughs> I was like, that's my new record. He's like, man, if you don't give me that record, you should have told me you was. I was like, no, nah, dude, I don't do it like that. <laughs> and I was like, here, man. He's like, man, I can't do nothing with no cassette, dude. What you doing? I was like, okay, when I get the vinyl, I got you. Man. By that time, I was gone from Magic City. So when he called me and I was like, I got the vinyl. I went down there, gave it to him. And that next Monday, he, um, you know, him and Ed, I mean, him and uh, Dre, they played Whoop, there it is, the entire show. Wow. At four o'clock. On MTV, yep, on your MTV, MTV rap. rap, yes, sir. Telling my age, right? Y'all. And <laughs> it was oh, it was it was we was off. And then two weeks later, the Bulls win their third championship. You got a half a million people in Grant Park. Yep, and you got all up. the Bulls on the stage. Here it is. Yep. On and it's not the fact that they was just doing that. It's the fact they was doing that and they were showing a parade on WGN and WGN and TBS were the only nationwide cable stations back then. So the whole country saw it. Then everybody saw it that night on Sports Center, and then we then we was gone. Man, and we ain't stopped since. Growing up in like, the those Midwest, little, those little things like that, that you know, those relationships. That networking, those are the things that get you where you need to be. Being in front of people who are looking for what you have. Not everybody, not you out there saying, hey, everybody, look at me, look at me, like me, like me. Right. I need 100,000 followers. Like me, for what? Why do you need 100,000 followers? What, so you can feel good about yourself? Yeah. Say you're missing the point. You don't need 100,000 followers. You need 100 followers. You need 100 followers that's going to pay you. Mm. That's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> Y'all, we got DC, the brain supreme. Steve Rowland, shout out to you again, brother. So now we get the song being, again, growing up from the Midwest, 93, man. And I know you've been at the games hearing your song, first throwing out first pitches, like, is that still surreal for you? Nah. <laughs> I just do it. I'm telling you, man, it, it, you know, that I have always remained even killed because of mm. me being a DJ. Because I watch people rise and fall. So gotcha. nothing too much impresses me. And I learned what not to do. Okay. And I learned a long time ago that I'm not a star. I'm DC. It's a difference. Mm. And just be you. Everything else falls into place. So, you know, for me, throwing out that first pitch was more preparation. I messed up my back preparing to throw out that that first pitch. What? Wow. Yeah, man. I, hey, man. When they told me that, I was like, oh no, I can't be, <laughs> I can't be whack. And I went to the cages and I started throwing. Got yeah. coaches and everything. Wow. Okay. It was getting good to me. I thought I could throw a ninety mile an hour fastball and tweak. 
it was like, I'm all right. I'm not laughing at you tweaking your back. I, I ain't been right since. I'm working on it. You know what I mean? But it, but it actually wasn't because of the pitch. It was something else that was brought to my attention. So that's it was mm-hmm. a good thing that, that that happened. Gotcha. Because if I let this other thing left left it alone that I didn't know about, then it could have been could have been bad for me. So yes, it, it kind of worked out in a roundabout way. But I mean. That was, you know, it was, all of them are incredible experiences, but it's like fly in, fly in, do what you got to do and come back home. Come on. So it's not really, uh, I'm not going to lie, I do have fun because I make it fun, right? It's fun for me because I get to interact with new people and make people have good time, right? Yes, That's sir. the fun part. But as far as the, you know, the wide-eyedness of it and the childlike, just wow, you know, there's a little bit of that, but for the most part, it's um we go do our thing and get paid. <laughs> and one of the last things I have for you, like you said, get yeah. paid. We gotta talk about the commercial. So you at home, what were you doing when Geico reached out to you about actually? A commercial? Let me tell you something. The pandemic is probably the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Because one, we all know the other side of the pandemic right we don't even got to talk about that side because we know that side yeah but i'm talking about the side where what you gonna do <laughs> right that's that, that everybody had to ask themselves that question what you gonna do yeah and i was like can't do shows can't do this can't be around people but i can do this come on right and then i just reinvented myself and i always trained been training for voiceover for 10 years so I just went back to the beginning and started over, started from scratch. And you know, I recorded all those sessions. And my coaches, you know, when I started to do that, my hubris kind of had a hold on me. I thought I could just whoop there it is my way through things. I thought <laughs> I'll, I'll be able to do this. I'll take it take me about a month or two. I'll get the hang of it, then I'll be making money. But voiceover was hard. Coming from yelling and rocking the mic and all that stuff is a different ball game. Mm-hmm. And it was difficult. And it still is difficult. So I went back and 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 listened to my first voiceover. I, I organized all the files, and it was just excruciating. You know, it was it was a uh, it was heartbreaking because this is back in March 2020, okay. April 2020, when we all thought we was going to turn into zombies, and start eating each other, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, hey, don't act. Everybody thought that. <laughs> <laughs> it was Armageddon for a second. Guns, get the machinery. Get the yeah, machines. yeah, yeah. Everybody, was, wait a minute. This is this is different. Yeah. But I was in here grinding. I did forty-two hour sessions, and then it was like, wait a minute. But I, I'm kind of inspired by this because I know all this now. Mm-hmm. I said, let me do this first script over, and it was angelic because for the first time in my life, I had mastery over my voice, right? And just started booking. Right, because every back then everything was it's all about COVID. We're all in this together. Right. It was it was that voice. So I, see you. <laughs> I flourished. Right? I flourished. And then I get a call from my acting coach in LA. She's casting a movie. Hey DC. You 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 ready? I was like, heck yeah, I'm ready. W- went to Nebraska, shot my first movie. Right? Because I've only been acting since 2017. Mm. And you know taking lessons and everything and this was like i was like whoa and then shot my second movie and like like a couple months later then did a fall campaign for Publix, then did a tyler perry episode 
and then here comes Geico. So I was grinding. I was I was hitting them before Geico. Geico was the icing on the cake, man. And I get a call from my agent, DC, you booked a Geico commercial. I'm like, why are you playing with me in the pandemic? I ain't even audition for a Geico commercial. It's like, DC, they want a tag team. And I was like, oh, tag team. So I checked my phone. Oh, man, I got a call. But you remember the story of me, you know, you type in tag team. It was wrestling. You type in tag team. It's tag team. Because I put in that work. They found me. Man. Then they found my agent. I let them make the deal because this is what agents do. Hmm. Especially on the acting side because it's commercial. And the synergy was just bananas. And it is the biggest deal I have ever signed in my life. Hmm. Bigger than one. And I got relationships with the Martin Agency and Geico. And those are going to be lifelong relationships because they know they picked the right one. Man. Salute, brother. That's man. That's inspiring, you know, man. And and then you know we had a month, and I'm an actor. I prepared. It was like we're gonna do it like this. We're gonna do it like okay, cool. And I was like, I'm coming up with ten things. Get ten things going. And then the night before, went to the producer and the director. I was like, look, we got some ideas. Anything you want to do, DC? Word. I was trying to get this spin and scoop, but couldn't get it made hey we got it'll be done tomorrow dc what all right <laughs> i know kids love sprinkles i don't know why but i know they do so i got a couple things we can do a sprinkle do this little LeBron james chalk thing and then we could do the, the salt based sprinkle like i had like four of them like dc we will have a truckload of sprinkles i was like oh <laughs> just went down the list man and they, they they had everything ready that next day and we had a ball and the other actors did incredible and we just with ourselves and we just bought the fire and bought the party to the people can you rock a party can you move a crowd Man. right and it's, it, it, it's the same thing is when they switch from tasha to us it's that yeah. song you hear oh sh that's my jam <laughs> and it's, that, it's just instant right and you don't even have no time to even all you do is react and it's just instant and that's what it was and we dropped that christmas night and my phone has not been ringing to stop ringing since so I'm gonna tell you for the umpteen time, thank you. That's yeah, man. That's inspiring. Nah, dude. Thank you for letting me come on here and just run my mouth. <laughs> no. I, I mean, on on the real, I learned more. My 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 old school accountant task guy taught me. You know, rest in peace, Bishop. He said, "Man, I learned more from talking to people than I do reading books or anything." Because I'm, you know, because we're figuring stuff out. I'm sure you've learned some stuff today, and I've learned some stuff today. Yes, I've tweaked a couple hustles, tweaked a couple sayings, done a couple things. So I want to thank you for just giving me the platform to just get better. So salute, my brother. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So this is where my personal hype, man. Even still, I played. I played the song right before we started, and I, I, I got crunk, man. Yeah. Can you even? I see. I'm not gonna ask you. Do you see yourself going back to your hype days when you hear that song? Nah. Okay. I'm in my hype days now. Come on. I'm better. I'm a better everything than I ever was. Man, I love it. I don't, I don't, I don't go back. I go forward mm. because you can create something better now. It ain't never too late. That's People good. think it's too late. They think it because it was in the '90s. No, it's now. 
Okay, so I'm, I'm gonna give you a good one. Say I make a, a new Christmas song, right? Okay. And I throw it out there, and I'm like, hey, everybody, look at my Christmas song. Look at me. Hey, I'm back. Right? Everybody gonna be like, all right. And then they really gonna be like, man, DC was doing good with that guy called commercial. He just his ass down. Or I can make my Christmas song, license it to Walmart, have it in their ads. Or make a Christmas song for the very uh, TV uh, Christmas specials or the very movies that I'm auditioning for, and then let them companies do the work for you, and then you're gonna hear a Christmas song during the holidays, and you're gonna like it, and you're gonna say, "Hey, man, what is that?" And be like, "That's DC from Tag Team." You're gonna be like, "Man, he's still making money." Man, which response is better? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's good. It's all about how you set it up. It's all about how it's perspective. It's all about doing your research on your audience, how people see things, right? You don't have to put it out there like that. There are there are so many ways to let people be your megaphone, right? But it has to be something that they you have to be able to answer people's questions, yes, right? Sir. That's good. So why am I trying to get everybody to like something when all I got to do is find somebody who needs to find a Christmas song to play during Christmas time? I need a radio, radio station. like, we need music for this. Or, or, or parties like a DJs are like, we need a Christmas song just to throw out there. Why am I looking for everybody else to like me when I can let them do it? And then that get amplified by thousands. And I don't even have to say a word. It's just the way you think about Bizarro World, dude. I think backwards, man. You got to. Because everybody be in their feelings. They want to be a star. I've yeah. never wanted to be a star. I want to be a rock star. And I did my thing. But I understood that it's over. Yeah. It's not, it don't last, right? The, 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 that's what makes people have difficulty rising and falling. I knew there was a rise and a fall by watching everybody else rise and fall. But it's how you treat people. Yes, sir. And then if you treat people bad, the same people that you treated bad revel in your demise, and then you don't come back from that, right? And I just always said, I'm going to be the same dude no matter what. And everybody is still my friends to this day, and I love them, and they love me. So we ride. Yes, sir. And again, respect to you. I'm sure my list, my listeners and my audience, like Murph, wrote to 500. You got platinum artists actor voiceover artist the Man. hustle don't stop dc don't stop ever <laughs> hey man i gotta I got to go to this next meeting i got a meeting in a minute man so i appreciate you yes, oh yeah sir. before i go yes sprinkles word there it is world so dc before you go how can the listeners find you and support your movement Type in DC Glenn or, or, or Whoop, there it is, or Tag Team Whoop. I do, I, I do SEO to be found. You can find me. It's simple. There it is. Well, world, you there heard DC. Is. Y'all already know the big homie got things to do as well. Wherever you listen to DC music or, or the, the, the that go commercials, you can find me, HD Murph, on Twitter, Instagram, Why Not Sports, wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank y'all. We love y'all. Continue to be safe. And y'all already know. Until next time, keep grinding. Keep the faith. Appreciate you, brother. Keep on